Welcome to Expert Opinion, the branding business forum where leaders share their views, insights, and experiences from the world of B2B branding. And now, here's your host. Hello, I'm Ryan Rikus, and today's show is titled Branding During a Strategic Crossroads. Our guest today is Sujata Modi Kamdar, president of GBS Linens, second generation national supplier of linens to the hospitality industry. A few years back, Branding Business had the opportunity working with Sujata and her executive team while they were at a strategic crossroads on the future of the business. And so to give you a little context, um, GBS established family-run business in its second generation of leadership. The company had already begun expanding across the country in key metropolitan markets and they were partnering with some of the most prominent wholesalers um, serving the hospitality industry. The company had a great reputation of being fashion-oriented, and as such, GBS found itself being tempted to enter the higher-margin retail side of the business. So leadership was at the crossroads, staying focused on wholesale, or should we expand into retail? That's when branding business was brought in to evaluate the brand opportunity for the future, and we can pick up the story from here. So if your company's at a crossroads, I'm sure Sujata can share some valuable insights on determining the best path forward. Sujata, welcome to Expert Opinion. Thank you, Ryan. Happy to be here. Yeah. Well, um, maybe to begin with, um, you can speak just a little bit about the dynamics of a family-run business uh, in its second generation and... and um, you know, how you've been able to take it to the next level while honoring the legacy of your father and the family, but also maximizing its future potential. I think that might be a great way to start. That sounds good. Um, first and foremost, um, a family-run business is, is truly that, you know, it's, it's family. It's about family um, blood-related. It's about family that works with you. It's your work family. Um, there are people that, um, that, that, are just, that are just part of, part of your roots. Um, and, you know, my father started the business back in 1984, and this was my first and only job um, ever. And um, my father was a, a, very, a very strong man. Um, he was a hard worker, and he believed in providing a good quality product um, with a lot of value to our clients. And so, you know, he started, he started in 1984 with a little shirt laundry, and he saw the opportunity to get into specialty linens quickly uh, into the business. And um, so his goal was, was to grow. And by the time he retired in 2002 was really when he started stepping back. We had four facilities, and we're working B2B, um, working purely with, with people within the hospitality and special events industry. And um, we wanted to continue to grow. And growth can mean a bunch of different things, right? Growth can be revenue. Growth can be number of employees. Growth can be um, more facilities. Um, growth can be a product line expansion. So we were kind of just confused as to what did we want to do next. So when I took over as president in 2005, um, we decided that we were going to go with geographic expansion. So we started facilities in Texas. Um, and we have three facilities in Texas now. Um, and then we decided to move on to Orlando, Florida, because we saw that there was great uh, opportunity um, in, the, in that market. Um, but, you know, 
geographic expansion is great, but the bottom line is our family is in Southern California. That's where we are, um, and that's where we plan to stay um, for the long term. And so we said to ourselves, well, if we want to continue to grow, to grow the business, although we have an absolutely amazing team, what are other things that we can do to continue to grow um, our, our revenue, our top line, while still staying tr- pretty local? So we started looking at the retail market. There was a number of competitors in that space um, that were servicing the end user, the brides, the person having the party at their house. And the margins in that business are, are pretty darn fantastic. So we thought, well, maybe this is an opportunity here. And that's kind of where we said, well, let's get to know really what our customers think of us, where they see us, and let's study ourselves a little bit better before we decide if this is the direction that we go in. And that's where you came along, uh, Brian, and helped us do that. Well, great overview. Yeah, so both sides offered tremendous potential. And I remember the question is, should we choose one or can we do both? Mm -hmm. And I think that was really kind of the hypothesis that we began with. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about how we got to some of those insights through, through research. But maybe before we do that, um, I know this wasn't just your decision, that you really wanted to bring in your leadership team in helping you make that decision, which we always advise in. It's not just marketing or not, it's not just a CEO or president making these decisions. You want to have full executive level buy-in. So um, we recommend that you form this brand council, cross-functional team. Uh, which kind of represented your executive team, but you brought some additional people. And maybe you just want to chat a little bit about that topic, that concept, because um, I think it's important. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm going to go back to the fact that we are a family business. We, the people that we work with are our family. And who should you include in the decision-making process when you're, when, when you're guiding the ship is your family. Um, they should absolutely be a part of the whole process. So we said, you know, who better than to help us understand ourselves and the people who are doing uh, these things every day, the people that are shipping our products, the people that are selling our products, the people that are delivering them um, and manufacturing them. We wanted everybody to be a part of the decision-making process because they know what's going on. You know, they've got their feet on the ground. So for us, you know, assembling a team of our folks um, who, who do linen every day was, was absolutely important. You know, and, and I also believe that, you know, I don't want to be that guy that sits in an ivory tower and makes decisions and tells people to get it done. I want people to be, I want it to be a collaborative process. So this, that was absolutely essential to us. Good. Yeah, you want to create buy-in. And uh, buy-in occurs by a deep understanding and evaluating the opportunity. And so that's where research came in as well. So uh, together we determined that we really do need to get the voice of the customer. And in your case, um, that's not only direct clients, uh, but also influencers, as well as the broader market. And we did a number of different things. I think probably the most impactful was actually just speaking to them. And so you want to share a little bit about what you found as insights that were helpful to making the ultimate decision? Oh, absolutely. You know, what's to me, what's super cool is the fact that, you know, there's, there's, we all look at ourselves and we have these notions of who we are and what we are and what we stand for. But there's nothing like hearing from the per- people that you serve um, as, as to get a better understanding of how they perceive you. Um, 
And so for us, it was, it was absolutely fantastic being able to get access to that information. With you guys sitting down and, and having these in-depth interviews with our clients and seeing what, you know, what, what do they think of GBS Linens? How do they perceive us? And what was phenomenal was a lot of the things that we believed about ourselves, so did they. Um, they, they considered us to be dependable, reliable. Um, we were offering value for, for, for doing business with us. And so it was really fantastic for us to be able to, to gather that feedback and to confirm our belief system that what we were doing and how we were doing it was, was actually being executed and received by the customer um, in the same way that we, we meant to present it. So that was really, really helpful for us. Good. Yeah, in, in, as you mentioned, uh, your business was B2B. And so a bit of the challenge of evaluating the retail opportunity is, do we want to become competitors to our existing customers or would we have a better opportunity to partner more deeply with our existing customers and help them sell more? And it became very clear that um, that was the greatest opportunity for growth is not enter into a, um, a new market, the retail side, but rather double down on the opportunity to partner more deeply with our current customers, giving them the tools that they need to sell more. And um, this is what the, you know, the audience was asking for, and it, it just seemed to fit perfectly with where you wanted to take the business. Absolutely. Uh, you know, that, that was just, it, it was like a light bulb that went off after, after doing this research. Um, you know, the whole, the whole retail, the uh, B2C market, it, it, it was, don't get me wrong, it was sexy. It looked like something that would be really, really fun to do. Um, but what we quickly realized is, is that, you know, linens and the delivery of linens aren't, aren't the same B2B as they are B2C. It requires an absolutely different business model. The way we interact with clients, the way we deliver product to clients, the way that we even um, market to clients is just absolutely different. And we quickly, quickly realized that why cannibalize our own business? That makes no sense. Why try to cut out the middleman and go directly to the end user when investment to go to the end user was just was, it was terribly dramatic? So we said to ourselves um, with the information that we received, yeah, let's, let's find a way to, to become a stronger partner. Let's find a way to, to make our product more sellable to our B2B clients who in turn will end up selling it B2C. Yeah, perfect. So that's where we really shifted the mindset and, and let go of the idea of retail and started to develop language that really resonated and took it to the next level. And, and once again, the insights that we gained through those research interviews uh, was really informative because I think you just mentioned uh, sometimes, well, quite frankly, often the customers will tell us things they won't tell you. They'll tell us what's either good or bad, and sometimes, rather, they just tell you what you want to hear. So <laughs> even Absolutely. though it confirmed a lot of your own beliefs, I remember there were a lot of uh, insights that we were able to share that, that you hadn't heard before. So it really allowed us to go confidently into this new um, business approach, or rather to stay true to our current business approach. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and, and truthfully, you know, you look, I look at what our competitors have done over the years, and um, it's, it is interesting to see how people in, in an effort to grow, how they started kind of like diversifying their product line, selling to different markets, doing things that weren't necessarily in line with their core values. 
and you know, doing this study, getting, hearing this feedback that, like you said, we may, may not have been getting if we went directly to the customer because they're not going to tell us. They're, they're going to tell a third party. They're going to be honest. And to be able to, to, to gather that feedback and sit with it made us absolutely realize, you know what, stick to what you're good at and, and go down that path. And like, like we were talking about, become a bit stronger partner. Mm-hmm. Make yourselves absolutely invaluable. And, you know, our industry is, is a really interesting one because, you know, we, we service special events. We s- service people. Um, our clients are taking care of people that are getting married, that are putting on, you know, charity galas, things that are, you know, important days in people's lives. So it's, it's pretty high stress. The last thing they need is a partner who doesn't come through. And so we, we never call ourselves a vendor. We always refer to ourselves as a partner to our clients because that's Good. at the end of the day what we are. Perfect. And you come through and partners do that. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I remember after we finished the, the verbal branding, it was time to consider how to develop and evolve the visual branding, starting with your logo. Yes. And uh, I know we had a, a deep conversation around this. And it's not that uncommon that uh, the founder you know, initially doesn't want to change because they're the ones that developed uh, either the brand and or the logo or the identity. And yet it clearly was time to give it a, a refresh. And at the same time, I know you wanted to honor your father's legacy, mm-hmm. but, uh, but also bring it more current. And I, I know he gave you a great quote afterwards, but maybe you can just describe that process of going through the evolution of your logo. Yes. Um, you know, I am. I am a firm believer in roots. Um, my father was my mentor. Um, he's my hero. And so for me, honoring him, honoring his legacy, honoring what he built was absolutely vital. And before we started working with branding business, I had actually tried a couple times. I thought, you know, it's time for, for a new look or a, 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 just, a, just a refresh, something that makes us look a little bit more fashion forward, a little bit more modern, um, a little less quote-unquote, ethnic. And, um, you know, I, I worked with a couple different people, and no one quite understood what I was looking for. I knew what I was looking for, but the, the people I was talking with didn't. And I remember, Ryan, when we sat down, uh, one of the things I told you was, I want this new look to be something that I love so much that I'd love to get a tattoo of it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, completely. <laughs> and I will tell you, that was what, what came about was we involved my father in this process. We wanted him to, to make sure that there was buy-in on his part. Again, respecting him, respecting his legacy, respecting what he built. And I remember he was so thrilled um, when the designs came back and we started looking at them and we started trying to envision, God, what would this look and feel like? You know, could this be the new GBS? And um, when you guys came back with, with the, the design that we we um, agreed on, we were just all just over the moon. We were so excited um, with with this new look. Uh, it warms my heart. I, uh, <laughs> I appreciate hearing that. And so, um, yeah, well, we love the design as well, and it seems like it's serving you well. And and now it's time to launch the brand. And mm-hmm. as we always speak, before we go out and do that externally, we want to make sure that we launch it internally. And uh, before we do that, we also take a look at what we call the guiding statements of purpose, vision, mission, and values. And in other words, how we want the, the team to um, perform, basically, and giving them the direction, giving them the freedom of operating um, inside that direction. So 
Can you speak a little bit about that, uh, the process of developing those guiding statements and how you've been able to use them? Absolutely. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, we recognize that our, our product, you know, it, it's a tablecloth, right? There's nothing, there's no rocket science behind it. It is a, it's a piece of fabric that you put on a table. But when you look further into what we do, um, we're helping create lifetime memories for our clients and their, and their special occasions. And so for us, it was really, really important that we take this, this new look, this new feel, and we, we present it to our team, to our people, and really make them buy into the fact that, you know, you're not just washing a cloth. You're not just entering an order. You're actually helping create somebody's special event. Um, and, and the importance of that, you know, again, I go back to our industry. We're, our clients are servicing brides. Can you imagine telling a bride on her wedding day that, hey, by the way, your pink tablecloths are not going to be delivered, but I can get them to you tomorrow? That just doesn't work. Um, that's, that is not possible. You are ruining her day. And so for us, being able to present them with this vision, with this purpose of why we are here, um, was huge because you do see, you do in, in our industry where it tends to be lower skilled labor, I think there's this um, notion that people, people don't care. But you know what? At the end of the day, they do. People want to have a reason that they come to work. They want to have a mission. They want to have um, something that they can buy into, something that they can feel proud of, something that they can feel connected to. And this whole new look, this whole new feel, this you know, kind of, again, defining our purpose, redefining our value system, and, and being able to communicate that to our team really brought in a lot of buy-in and a lot of excitement on, all of, on everybody's part. Oh, so happy to hear that. And uh, so now it comes time to launch, and I know we worked together in helping you update the, the website and help you prepare for the new catalog and some of the promotional materials. And then we also took a look at uh, an often underutilized asset, and that is you had all these trucks on the road uh, delivering. And um, and certainly I think they were being underutilized at the time. And we together came up with a great idea of how to brand those. And you started with one and then two. And then I think you just sent us a photo of uh, your whole fleet. And uh, it looks just fantastic. So um, I know it's helping you from this sense of awareness, but I remember talking as well that you mentioned that uh, the drivers also felt a, a little bit more pride in what they what they were driving as well. Maybe you want to chat a little bit about that. Oh my God! The, the, seriously, the feedback on this has been insane. I, you talk you talk about you know a rolling advertisement. Our trucks have been received so well um, by our clients, but seriously, by our drivers, they love looking amazing, hopping in that truck with this beautiful, you know, these beautiful graphics on it. They feel very, very proud um, of, of the vehicles that they're delivering their product in. And, you know, to me, the funny part is, is that, again, you know, this is my family business has been part of me since I was 16 years old. And so my friends have seen me grow up in the business. And, you know, we've all gone through school and grad school and all of that stuff together. And, you know, what's really special to me personally is when my friends see our trucks on the road and they take pictures and they text them to me. Cool. Um, <laughs> I had a friend a couple of weeks ago say he saw one of our trucks and he's like, I got to say, I felt so proud. I've known your family forever. And I just felt so proud looking at that truck. And that just, that seriously just warms my heart. I'm really happy to hear that. Well, while we're on that topic, uh, I know 
at the beginning of the relationship, we, we always like to ask, you know, what does success look like at the end of this brand new initiative? Are there any other examples that you can point to, whether it's either internal or external? Or how, how do you measure success now, now that it's been a few years? Well, you know, I, I guess, you know, I measure success in a couple of different ways. There's, you know, there, there's the, the, the obvious ones, the ones that are completely measurable, and that's revenue, right? And, um, you know, that's, that's been wonderful, and that's been a great thing for us to, to see that type of growth, um, especially in, in these new markets where we come in and, you know, they don't, they don't know what the old GBS looks like. They just see what the new GBS looks like, and they're just absolutely blown away. Um, but with our, with our clients that have been with us for a million years, for them to be coming back to us and saying, God, you know, this new look, this new feel, this new marketing collateral that you guys are offering us is, is so helpful for us in selling to our clients is is just wonderful to hear. Um, and internally, you know, I'm going to go back to that, to what I said earlier, is the, the pride and the buy-in that we have in from our, from our own team. Um, to me, just, just to have that feel of excitement, to have that feel of connection, and to see, to see somebody on the shop floor being connected and excited to wear um, a T-shirt. You know, we did this, uh, funny enough, on... Um, our 35th anniversary we just celebrated uh, this past September. And um, we just decided to get T-shirts made for everybody, and we just put our logos on them. And we didn't tell anyone that they needed to wear them. The funny thing was how excited people were um, and how much pride they had in wearing this. 95% of our office showed up that Friday with those shirts on. It was awesome. the coolest thing. <laughs> I'm like, look at how much pride they have in their company. I mean, no one told you you had to wear it, but they chose to. It was, it, it was just amazing to see. Very cool. Well, Sujata, we're almost out of time. Uh, any closing thoughts or advice for others who are going through a process where they're kind of at a strategic crossroads? Yes. You know, I mean, I, I will say this, and I will say this over again, and this is something that, that I hope to do again in the future, is, you know, really investing in understanding how you are perceived in the marketplace um, is really, really vital in, in trying to figure out what you want to do next. Um, you know, it, again, we have our notions of who we are, but there's nothing like hearing it from the people that you service. And, you know, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a plug here, here Ryan, working with Branding Business. Um, if, you want, if you want an in-depth study, if you want a refreshed look, um, if you want a tattoo of your new look, <laughs> work with you guys. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, it's been a great partnership. We certainly enjoy working with you and Hashish and uh, the rest of the team there. And uh, and thank you so much for being a guest today. Uh, thank you, Ryan, for inviting me. It's great. Absolutely. Well, um, that concludes our show for today. This is Ryan Rikus, and you've been listening to another edition of Expert Opinion, a branding business forum where thought leaders share their point of view. If you'd like to listen to past shows or read our blog series, visit brandingbusiness.com. And until our next show, Grow your business by living your brand promise.